Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Currency Blog Podcast. Um, so we've had another eventful week um, for sterling exchange rates predominantly and actually in particularly the pound to dollar exchange rate. Um, we actually saw pound to dollar exchange rates rally up to 128 last week and that price was there during the Fed meeting so it was about 7.30 UK time um, and albeit it was only there for a couple of seconds um, we did manage to touch that high. Um, the reason why it got there is that the Fed announced that they won't be doing any further measures for now. Um, And the thing about Fed meetings is that the first reaction is never the right one. So the first reaction was that pound dollar flew up. So instantly we knew the next thing would happen is that the pound would come crashing down, which is exactly what happened. And the the dollar actually gained a lot of strength after that meeting. Um, So after that speech had finished, we saw that exchange rate go back down to 126 and it continued to fall through Friday. Actually, by Friday evening, we were trading in the 124 area. However, we managed to close just above 125, around 125.30, which is a positive sign because if it closed at 124, then we would have been one. We would have been at 120 by the end of this week, guaranteed. Um, the fact that we managed to close above 125, there's still some hope on some bullishness from sterling, um, but there are a lot of factors in place, um, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, the reason why I haven't really mentioned pound euro is that, to be honest, the exchange rate has been a lot less volatile. Um, we've seen it as high as 112 and as low as 111. Um, so unfortunately, not really any noteworthy movement. Um, at this point, it's unclear how things are going to go this week, um, as there are many catalysts in place to move the market. So if you do have an upcoming trade, um, here are the main events that you should be watching out for. So. First of all, uh, Monday the 15th of June, we have the EU-UK high-level talks. So uh, Boris Johnson and the European Commission President are set to hold talks after several rounds of negotiations that have made little progress. Um, the 1st of July deadline to extend the transition period is looming closer. Um, and to be honest, markets are going to be waiting to see how Monday goes to get an indication of how the Brexit situation is actually going to unfold. Um, also, uh, this is the same day that most non-essential businesses will be opening in the UK. So the fact that the uh, the UK economy you know, continues to reopen, um, we may see sterling catch a bit on Monday morning just off that. But then people are going to be waiting to see how the talks go with Boris Johnson and the European Commission afterwards. Um, on Tuesday, we have UK jobs data. So the forecast is that uh, we get a rate of 4.4% from a previous 3.9%. Um, we may see a slight improvement due to some restrictions being lifted in May. Um, however, I would say it's probably worth ignoring jobs data until furlough ends in October, because that's when we'll actually get to see how much of the workforce are still in play. Um, until then, we've probably got a lot of people that are still on furlough um, until the government decides to stop helping and then a decision will be made. Um, On Wednesday, we have inflation data. Um, We expect inflation to still be pretty bad. Um, We're expecting it to fall to about 0.6% from the previous reading of 0.8. Last month was the sharpest one month fall we've ever seen um, in over a decade. Um, And we are well below the 2% target from the Bank of England. However, um, because of what's going on in the world, this isn't too much of a worry. Um, The concentration is now all in the bounce back and how these economies reopen. Um, The last thing to watch out for on Thursday is the Bank of England meeting. So 
look, interest rates are still going to be on hold. We know that. But the markets are expecting the QE program, which is just printing of money, essentially, to expand by another hundred billion pounds. Um, most analysts say risks are to the downside um, as the UK remains slow to ease their lockdown measures. Um, and we're still waiting to hear any mention of negative interest rates. A lot of major banks are now saying that towards the end of this year, it's quite realistic that the uh, Bank of England and the UK um, end up in negative interest rate territory. Um, the last thing to keep an eye on is this potential second wave of COVID-19 in the US. Um, if I'm honest with you, I'm unsure whether the first wave ever actually ended um, for them to even have a second wave. But um, they keep talking about it and that seems to be the catalyst right now. So just keep an eye on that um, and also keep an eye on the UK as well, because, again, you know, our first wave hasn't ended um, and people are going to be watching very closely since there's been a lot of large gatherings over the last few weeks to see if the amount of cases go up. Um, so just keep an eye on that as well, because that may end up in more regional lockdowns and things like that. Um, as ever, if you have any queries, please don't hesitate to contact me at www.thecurrencyblog.com and I'll be more than happy to assist. Um, I'm Prem Raja. Thank you very much for listening.